Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 4, Chapter 4, on the many benefits accorded to those who communicate devoutly. The Learner. O Lord, my God, so guide this servant of yours with the blessings of your kindness, that I may deserve to approach your sacrament with due devotion. Stir up my heart to meet you. Strip from me the sloth that weighs me down. Visit me with your healing presence, and let me taste in spirit that sweetness of yours which as in a fountain gushes unseen in the sacrament. Give light to my eyes. Enable me to gaze on this great mystery. Give me strength to believe it with unwavering faith. What takes place is your doing. It is brought about by no power of man. It is your own holy institution, not something man has invented. Nowhere will you find a man capable by himself of grasping and understanding these things. They elude even the fine intelligence of the angels. Then what about me, who am an unworthy sinner, nothing but dust and ashes? How can I examine, how grasp so deep, so holy a mystery? Lord, with honesty of intent, with firm good faith and at your bidding, I come to you full of hope and adoration. I really do believe you are present here in the sacrament, both God and man. It is your wish that I should receive you to become one with you in love. It is for this that I beg for your mercy, earnestly asking you to give me a special grace. Let me dissolve and be one with you. Let me overflow with your love. Let me henceforth allow entrance to no comfort but such as comes from you. This high, an adorable sacrament is the health of body and soul, the remedy for every spiritual disease. By it, my vices are cured, my passions bridled, my temptations overcome or diminished. Grace is poured out more lavishly in my soul, budding virtue made to bloom, faith made firm, hope strengthened, and love set afire and spread abroad. O oh my God, keeper of my soul, restorer of human frailty, and giver of all inward consolation, many are the blessings you have showered in the sacrament, many and frequent the blessings you shower still on the souls you love when they make a devout communion. Great is the comfort you give them against all sorts of trouble. From the depths of their despondency, you lift them up and give them hope in your protection. And with fresh grace, you cheer and enlighten their hearts. Thus it is that those who before communion felt distressed and lacking in love, find themselves afterwards changed for the better. Now that they have been refreshed by that heavenly meat and drink. In so dealing with your chosen, you have a purpose. It is to make them conscious of the truth by their own plain experience, that by themselves 
they are extremely weak, and that from you they gain an immense store of goodness and grace. They learn that by themselves they are cold, hard-hearted. They learn that by themselves they are cold, hard-hearted, and lacking in devotion. But after receiving you, they gain in fervor, eagerness, and devout affection. Who that comes humbly to the fountain of sweetness does not take away with him a little of its sweetness? Who can stand by a roaring fire and not feel something of its heat? And you are a fountain ever brimming and overflowing, a fire perpetually burning and never extinguished. So then, if I may not draw from the fullness of this fountain, may not drink till my thirst is utterly slaked, yet will I put my mouth to a hole in this heavenly pipe. So may I catch from it a tiny drop to allay my thirst and prevent my being parched within. If I cannot yet become a creature of heaven, aflame with love, like the cherubim and seraphim, I will at least try to be earnest in my devotions and made ready my heart and make ready my heart so that by humbly receiving this life-giving sacrament, I may catch a spark, yet never so little, of the divine fire. O good Jesus, O most holy Savior, do you of your kindness and grace make up for me whatever in me may be wanting. For you did not disdain to call all men to you when you said, come to me, all you who that labor and are burdened, I will give you rest. Come to me, all you that labor and are burdened, I will give you rest. Labor? Yes. I labor in the sweat of my brow. I am tormented by anguish of heart, weighed down by my sins, troubled by temptations, entangled and oppressed by many an evil passion. There is no one to help me, no one to bring me to freedom and safety but you, Lord God, my Savior. To you I entrust myself and all that is mine, that you may keep me and bring me to life everlasting. Take me for the praise and glory of your name, you who have given me your body and your blood to be my meat and drink. Grant, O Lord God, my Savior, that through often receiving your mysteries, my sense of devotion may grow ever greater. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thomas Akempis emphasizes tonight that the Holy Eucharist is not only a cure for vices, a bridling of our passions, the means of overcoming our temptations, but it's also the means by which we grow in goodness. It's not enough just to avoid sin. We have to want to grow in faith, hope, and above all, love. 
Holiness is measured by divine love. The great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. And Christ said, my new commandment I give you, to love one another as I have loved you. The commandment of the Lord is to love, to give all that we are to those that we care about, to accept and then give ourselves away. So holiness is measured above all by love, but we only love those that we know. And so we need faith. Faith is the conviction of things unseen. Faith enables us to know God as he is in himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Faith enables us to recognize the truth that Jesus is Lord and to surrender ourselves to his plan. And therefore we need hope. We need hope that we can be one with him. We need hope that he will give us help to make us one with him. See, this whole chapter is full of hope because the whole chapter is begging God to stir up our hearts, to strip us from that sloth, that kind of sadness about the effort to be close to God. It weighs upon us. We have to beg the Lord to give us light, to give us strength, to be a remedy for our faults. All that is the virtue of hope. Hope both wants union with God but it wants it from him. It leans on him to give us what we need. Faith, hope, and charity. But the greatest of these, St. Paul says, is charity. Because charity puts us in union with God by our wills. It makes us want what he wants. It makes us will what he wills. It enables us to prefer him and his will above all else. And that charity is what we have to pray for above all else. And in this sacrament, we receive Christ himself with his body and his soul with all his charity. Take my yoke upon you, he says, and learn from me. His yoke, the yoke is that bar that joins two oxen so they can pull together. The yoke of Christ is his charity. The yoke of Christ is the Holy Spirit himself, which joins us to Christ. And we have to take his charity upon us. And we have to pray for that charity. There's nothing more important in our lives than being touched by this love from above, the love that's poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. This is not a natural love. This is a supernatural love. And where will we find this love? In the Eucharist. Do not go to the Eucharist only for remedies for sins. We must do that. But it also has to be the source of all our goodness. And all our truly good actions flow out of our faith, our hope, and our love. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.